It's November 26th, 2017, and fear quiets magic. I'm Colin Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and I'm thankful that you've tuned in your phone's electromagnetic waves through a podcatcher into Bottle Cover Born, a Dota 2 podcast where occasionally we have anything to talk about in Dota 2. Not you know, Nick, it's possible that they're listening on a PC or, you know, some other uh, some other device. It's really, Another it's device? like I always say. What other device? Another it device. It could be a tablet. It could be, oh, I used to listen God. to podcasts on my PlayStation Vita um, during a period where my phone was broken. B- bless you? It's like I used to say. Flesh sustains gold remains. How are you doing, oh, Nick? Man, you are on point. I am just fine. I am sadly swamped with schoolwork, and so have we have very little notes. Uh, we may or may not have a a sing 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 song today. Uh, we, we don't. We don't. I'm sure you're all disappointed. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, ooh, this is the first I've heard of this. This is exciting. Let me just oh. analyze it. No, no, definitely not. No. Yeah, been, been, okay. been busy. I mean, you know, it's the holiday time, so I just did a few days of travel. School is school. You know, sure. The life. Sure. What about you? Well, after almost two weeks off of Dota, I uh, I came back and I played a bunch of Dota. That was good. And how was this? Um, it's been mostly a positive experience. I've had a lot of fun. I actually have played a number of games with uh, host emeritus Emily, who uh-huh. hopefully we'll have back on the show soon. As she has finally getting back into Dota, her her life. As as a mother and as a, you know as a person with you know work of her own to do and stuff, she hasn't had a whole lot of free time for Dota, but finally she's starting to find it, and she also has a computer that can run Dota again, and so we're starting to we're starting to do some of that again, and that's that's fun. I got to I got to play some carry games, and I had a good time, you know. Yeah, you're you talked to me a little bit. You're trying to focus on on bringing up your carry skills. Yeah, I mean, like so. With the um, uh, the MMR reset is probably not as much of a reset as I was hoping for from from things I'm reading. Oh, there is a topic I should have added. I had so yeah. Um, and we'll we'll talk a little more about that in a minute. But so my plan was um, for my calibration games, I'm just going to play carry, um, and that probably means I'm going to lose about 500 MMR or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but then I can play carry because right now if I solo queue and I pick carry, I'm screwing my team over. I am like my if you gave me separate MMRs for carry and support, my carry MMR would be way lower. Yeah. Um, that's just that's just how it is. Um, and so right now I don't feel like I can practice carry because then I'm just holding everyone back. Um, and so if I calibrate as a carry, then I can do that. And then when I choose to support, it's not me like doing what I'm supposed to do. It's a nice bonus. <laughs> yeah, so. it's like filling in because you, you're ahead and supporting and then you're behind a bit in carry it's an interesting Mm -hmm. idea and uh i I did get to experience a little bit of this when i got to play i got to play a few support games this week uh one of which um i got to play some some position four night stalker and it's been a while since i've done that and god that guy's really fun yeah (laughs) that guy's really fun um yeah i i'm I'm a shitty roamer. Spoiler. That's a, a shock to you, I'm sure. But especially with Night Stalker, I don't know what to do. Because he has such strengths, but it's so time-dependent. That's actually... I'm actually better with Night Stalker than with most other heroes. 
Hmm. Um, because I mean, like the thing. I don't know. I I am I am good at keeping the clock in mind. I am good at like, I'm kind of good at timing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not good at things like like extreme mechanical skill or you know like I don't know. There are, there are a lot of things that roamers do sometimes. Certain types of roamers do that I'm just shit at. And Night Stalker is just like, no, you got to just show up <laughs> at the right time and start punching them. And I'm like, got it. Yep, I can do that. Silence, <laughs> so. mini stun, perfect. Slow, mischance. Mm-hmm. Give me more kinds of CC. Yeah, so had a, had a lot of fun, created a lot of space for a uh, a Medusa who just took over the game completely. No, perfect. Um, the game ended in uh, thirty three minutes, at which point they had a net worth of twenty five k. So they did all right. <laughs> I'd say Jeez. it was a little ridiculous. I think I played some Medusa um, too. This is fun in Turbo. Feel bad, but you know she's fun in Turbo. I actually haven't played any Turbo since that first week. Really? Huh. I've been... I don't think... I mean, I think... Uh, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not going to, but I don't think I'll ever suggest it. Hmm. Interesting. It's it's just... tempting for those times when it's like, oh, man, we just had a shitty game. Like, if we were just playing one with, like, a group of five men or something. We just had, like, a really shitty game, and, like, I was probably going to play another one. Let's just try Turbo first. Let's just... Wipe the palette clean, maybe, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's been nice. Also, I was you know, traveling for a few days here, so I was away from my desktop, and so I played on what I originally played Dota on, which is a 2011 MacBook. And it's got, like, you know, it's it's a nice laptop. It's got, like, 15-inch screen, but I have, I have a large monitor now, and every time I go back to that laptop, it's like, how did I ever play like this? And, I you know, hmm. I drop 1.5K in skill because I'm bumbling around with a mouse and stuff and i have a smaller screen it's like oh how do i do this i'm a sure. a toddler sure. but i think i played some some because she was <laughs> doesn't require a lot of mechanical skill yeah and then oh yeah that's right i played another game with a scripter it was great oh i think to, i saw yeah. some some links in in discord chat about really this sort of thing. yeah we were dropping them hot, like they were hot what was this let me let me go do, do, do. Yeah, it was actually the last game I played, right? I was playing PA. There was an invoker on the enemy team. Shout out to Open Dota, because they're just great. They just let you instantly find scripters these days. It was weird. Like, it wasn't really obvious, but first thing he would do just the same combos over and over. And it was really frustrating, because he was basically the only good player on a team of people. Like, their acts, I was safely carry PA. Their acts, minute one, dove our tier, like, between our tier two and three to cut the wave when he was level one and he just kept doing that like for the first all of the laning phase he would just go there and we'd kill him eventually it it kind of worked in a way because it distracted but anyways this invoker ended up like ruling the game for the most part and it was really weird there was a few times because we had a faceless void so we're like okay whatever we'll just chrono him and then he's dead except the void would just blink on him and instantly get yulsed or something or instantly get tornadoed and like this is kind of weird and then a few sketchy things happened, and surprise, you know, we lost. And then I checked Open Dota, and there's this new stat because there's always a new stat in Open Dota to check. It's called like C something. It counts, you know, every time you press a the key for a targeted skill, and it says, you know, can't cast, no target selected. That's a thing that Open Dota tracks apparently, which is kind of weird. So I was playing PA, so I had dagger and. Uh, whatever your blink is called on your W. So I had, you know, two spells. I had about 200 casts without target. 
This invoker had 5,500 in a 50-minute yeah. game. <laughs> no, in like a 30-minute game, yeah. No, 50-minute game, you had 5,500, which means like, no. <laughs> this guy was obviously scripting. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, man. So, you know, reported to Steam Portal, stuff like that. Yeah, I was looking at his, I'm looking at his numbers right now, and, and but, uh, while you were talking, and I was like, 2.59 a.p.m. I mean, that's high. That's what that I looked at for the possible. previous one. Yeah, the, the Skyrim and, like, and, and then you mentioned that CSTN, and I was like, <laughs> I oh, was, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I was browsing around like, hmm, look at this. Oh, man, only 2.70? That's, you know, I could do that on Invoker technically if I was just spamming random actions. Because the other mm-hmm. scripter, the Skywrath, had like 400 over, you know, 400 yeah, PM, which yeah. is just not happening at our skill level at the very least. And then it's like, what is this stat casts without? Oh, 5,500. Oh, okay. And also you can mm-hmm. see individual casts on Open Dota. He cast uh, Exhort like two and a half thousand times, which is almost once per second. <laughs> so it's it's cool to see and be able to like just parse that real quick. Like, well, mm-hmm. that sucks. Yes, it does. That is you know, our latest um, segment, Dota Detective Corner. Thanks to Open Dota, the sponsor. On the other end of the spectrum, I was the cheater. <laughs> and it, okay, I wasn't really a cheater. But um, given okay, given that I'm playing games with Host Emeritus Emily again, mm-hmm. and Host Emeritus Emily has, like, barely over 200 games of Dota total, right? Mm-hmm doesn't get to play very much dota so obviously natural result not very high mmr and so i'm getting to play some low mmr dota and i'm getting to play (laughs) carries like ursa and necrophos in low mmr (laughs) and i'm being a bad person it's great it it feels it feels pretty good i mean like if i was actually my mmr worth of being a carry i would feel a little more dirty about it but like (laughs) it's fine i'm not actually that good I'm just good enough. I mean, like, I played a Jug game, and we got crushed, so. Can still happen. <laughs> Dota's still Dota. You know what? Actually, okay, hang on. Dota's not New Dota. New fucking bullshit. New Marana? The leap change. Oh, right. Yeah, no, that's... Or pounce or whatever. That's annoying. Um, The annoying thing about it is when you're, let's say, a Juggernaut solo laning against a Marana, you've lost the lane. You have already lost the lane because the only tool you ever had in your arsenal to try and even things out as she harasses you nonstop is like, okay, I will force a bad leap and then I'll punish her with spin. Oh, no, she's got three. I can literally never do that. Yeah, yeah it's rough. It lets her get out of a lot more situations. That lane was fucking miserable. <laughs> and I just wanted to bitch about it for a second. What, what else nonsense. is a podcast for? Uh, what does Dazzle's a still great. truly need? Dark Will is still oh, great. Dazzle's amazing. I love just spamming oh, Dazzle support. Oracle or Dazzle. Oh, it's great. Having heals it's, is so good. It's, it's like the having stuns of every other. Well, it's like having a stun. Having a heal, it's just, it makes you feel good. It does. It does. We were playing against, um, we were playing a game just now uh, with with some friends of the site. Site? Show. Um, Mr. Blue, uh, a certain, a certain, you know, yellow fruit, um, a certain type of, of sh- shirt. I don't know how to ask people's <laughs> names. Um, <laughs> anyway, and we were pushing high ground, and they were all dead except for their tinker, 
which theoretically would mean we still wouldn't be able to high ground because it's a tinker. But I was just standing in the back, casting Shadow Wave on cooldown as he cast (laughs) missiles over and over, and it was just like a zero-sum game. Nobody's HP bar was moving, and it was great. (laughs) Oh my god. The Shadow Wave spam. It's great. It's Uh like the Shadow... So many great Shadow spells. How Shadow Demon can just permanently spam Shadow Poison, too. That's also Mm -hmm. the most hilarious thing. It's kind of trash, but it's pretty funny. No, (laughs) absolutely. But, you know... Situationally, yeah. it's just like bam, 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 bam. Mm-hmm. I I think like I don't know. What if like okay, hang on. We're gonna we're gonna like I'm picking this like <laughs> I'm picking this podcast toy train and setting it on a different set of tracks. Kachonk. What are you ready? <laughs> I'm strapped onto. That's my a metaphor. Train. Um, let's fix that shadow demon talent. Okay. How do we make it good? So. Uh, the Shadow Demon talent mm. in question lowers the cooldown of Shadow Poison to, like, half a second or something yeah. ridiculous. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 shadow Poison uh, to one second. Yeah. What would you do instead to make this good? What level is it at? I think it's... Yeah, it's level... Oh, it's level twenty. Yes, mm-hmm. I was gonna. I I forgot that they it, like. Whenever I look at it on 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 Dota Two Wiki, I always have a second of the way they order it and being like, "Is this the top or the bottom?" <laughs> I have the same thing. Every time. I'm like, "Wait, why? Why does it give that at level 10? Oh, that's twenty. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> what is it trying to do? Make Shadow Poison a skill that anyone gives a shit about past <laughs> level two. Yeah. It's more. I mean, shadow poison. Shadow is poison. more like. I mean, it's poison. It's just like if you linger around it, you'll take some bonus damage, and maybe if you can soul catch, then it does a lot of damage. And yeah, like stacked. if you if you max it early, you can do some work, but you shouldn't max it early. And then otherwise, it's mostly just good for vision. I mean, it's a good harass tool, really. Uh, sure, it's obnoxious. You have to like pair it with uh, something, kind of. But. But, it, it, I mean, I think the main thing it's trying to solve is that the fact that it doesn't really scale at all. Yeah. It just, it falls off so hard. I mean, it's a fine talent. But, like, the problem the problem mm-hmm. is that then you're spending your whole time casting Shadow Poison. And, like, it doesn't cost that much mana, but it's like, you're better off doing other things. Yeah, it's gonna, I mean, I would... Rather than I just was, being in that animation. <laughs> I was thinking of suggesting, make it like Oracle Eggs, because it reduces the cooldown, but also reduces the cast mm. point, so that you can mm. actually, you know, just do other things, like you said, and <laughs> not just have this mm-hmm. eh, medium-length animation for Shadow Poison. And then it's like a free Ags on a talent? I don't know. Maybe it's too good. What if it was... What if, as a talent, you turned it into, like, an auto-cast that affected your auto-attacks? Hmm. And you could still manually cast it for, like, vision and stuff, but also just any time you auto-attack someone, it also did Shadow Poison to them. And if you could toggle it, maybe? Yeah, that's some something. A little janky, or, like, you get a free yeah, one, that's, a free that's mana a really messy one solution. on auto Yeah, free, yeah, you get a free one on auto-attacks. Costs no mana. And it just, like, follows the arc of your auto-attack? Yep. It's just launched in the direction of your your attack. Okay. I could I could dig it. Because then you'd have slacks, for some reason, going, like, hyper stones on Shadow Demon. And that would be good. 
Vale Dagon. Vale you know. Dagon. You just get yourself a Mjolnir, a uh, Hurricane Pike, and a Moonstone. A Moonstone. Shard of the Moon. Moonshard's a great item. You should buy more of them. I was skeptical when Moonshard was first added to the game. But how long ago was that? God. Uh, <laughs> six point oh, I wasn't here. Six, I want to guess. I'm going to look it up. You old timers. It, okay, Bang, it was 6.84. I almost said that, but I thought that was too early. Huh. Fourth, it if was, I search Moon Thing Dota 2, the fourth result is Moon Shard. It was the solution, obviously, to the ho ho ha ha era is, is the Moon Shard. Of course. All right, Nick, we actually do have a few topics. We do. And first off, uh, I have previously. Uh, knock people for their use of the 50-50. Of course, that is F-I-F-T capital E, capital E. Referring to Eternal Envy, the famed Dota 2 player. I think the best part of this segment is how you spell it out every time and you explain it. <laughs> what could this possibly be? Mm, ah, uh, mm, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> See you at... <laughs> So, here's the thing about this one, right? This one is called... Uh, oh, shit. I had it. Yeah, you posted a Twitch, my history? a Twitch clip. Account activity. And, I mean, I saw some great Eternal Envy play and some wonderful, soothing anime music. Okay, okay, but... okay. It's fine. I got it. Okay. 50-50. Eternal Envy doesn't care about Bristleback. <laughs> slash, Eternal Envy does care about Bristleback. <laughs> and now... I have talked about in the past bad 50-50 names. Mm -hmm. And, like, when you name it something that is immediately evident is, like, one of the possibilities is not really the case, right? And mm -hmm. I've talked about how that's a bad thing. But this is an elegant illustration of the fact that sometimes <laughs> it can be perfect because the point is, in fact, that both are true. Because over the course of this clip, you see Eternal Envy chasing a bristleback with three of his team or no two members of his team three total um and encouraging them to keep hitting bristleback in the back because he doesn't care <laughs> they're he all doesn't care. like half he hp care. and it's an io he's a void and then there's one other person uh -huh. but yes he and doesn't care he doesn't care <laughs> and then the moment comes where <laughs> two of them die and he's like oh i'm going to die too i do care i do care i do care and then he dies i don't know what it and, is, what it is about envy and it's just like that is that is the beauty of it is that it's a 50 50 where both are true it truly is 50 50 because the two combine to 100 to create this hurts the genre. this you know 100 emoji clip right here it really excellent is 100 work. out of 100 so this was clipped by Fairy It's F E R Y N A C V on Twitch. Nice. And I wanna I wanna offer a thank you to them. This was an excellent fifty fifty. I of course have seen a lot of fifty fifties, and you have done a very good job and taken it in a direction I did not expect. That is great. So we will be sending uh, this guy, I assume, some sort of gift package with his plaque. Uh, maybe some some bottle crow swag, maybe a, a crow, maybe a bottle engraved with a, a Dagon. I could fart into a FedEx envelope. <laughs> Listen, <What the> <laughs> I'm broke. 
<laughs> Why? I was not expecting that. I thought it would be a good juxtaposition with what you just said. That's good. Please send send your mailing address to nick at bottleco.com and I'll make sure Colin sends that to you. I'll take that on me. I don't really know that I know how to fart on command. That's not really my brand. You better but... start training. <laughs> 50-50. We have a decent <laughs> podcast where we talk about, you know, some boring things that Nick scraped from Dota 2 subreddit or Colin talks about farting into an awful. <laughs> this is our final form. <laughs> we got it. We got there on the end. It's in the back. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I don't think I mentioned on the show before, but a friend from of my from real life, wow, Hado Dagu, drew drew a comic about us once. I'm gonna see if I can commission him to draw a comic of Colin <laughs> farting into a FedEx envelope and saying the caption. The caption is this one's in the bag. <laughs> I'm gonna message him right now. Ah. Uh. <sighs> Good, good. Thank you for that. In the moment, it seemed like the joke to make, and now I don't know what about the future of this show. Maybe it's just because it's a little bit late. Uh. Hmm. Title. So, what were we talking about? Well, we were about to talk about some MMR and the new the new seasonal MMR system. Oh, perfect. Let's transition from garbage to drama. <sighs> so uh, there, it, yeah, there's new MMR. We're we're league now. It's official. It's uh yeah. So it's we've got the new time. the new system. We've got the ranks. Um, we have what is it? Herald, and then something. I should Archon have had these. Archon, legend, ancient, Lark, ancient divine. divine, and there's another one in there that we skipped. Yes, somewhere. Uh, I think. I think I think we skipped the like the tier two one. Yeah, that's where we are. Anyway, I'm sure. So. <laughs> probably. I'm I'm pretty. Sh- I'm well. I probably actually am like tier two, but um, I don't know. I don't actually understand how this this distribution works that well. But you also get your real number, um, I, which I was worried about. This was like a typical Valve rollout. We really didn't know shit, and it was also bugged for a while. Like especially because people would play one game and then they'd get a herald badge and like wait what the fuck i was supposed to play 10 and that was just a bug and now sometimes the badges won't show it seems like they kind of fixed that but yeah i'm glad at least you can it's buried and they don't have the thing where it's they said you'd be able to like take your last number mmr and put that on your profile that doesn't work but you can dive into like your stats page on your profile and see your solo and party mmr so we can kind of see how they tried to deflate things a little bit, question mark. I'm getting really varied uh, reports, right? Yeah. Like, I'm seeing people who are who are saying, like, I literally just got the same number. What the fuck? And um, real briefly, my reaction to that is, well, yeah, because it's your MMR, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of shitty threads. 
Everyone has this fucking idea. Okay, I thought this was going to be short. It is not. Everyone has these fucking ideas every time there's a recalibration that it's like, well, I'm, I'm, you know, like, secretly I'm this hidden gem that no one's fucking <laughs> realized. This is my pages. moment to shine. Like a, like a, like a, you know, fucking shiny flower. I'm going to blossom. Like a and shiny the world flower. is mine. It's like, not regular flowers can go no, fuck themselves. Shiny. This is like a gold flower. Um, Except for not really. Except for your MMR is your MMR, and you're there because you belong there and shut the fuck up. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if you kept your MMR, it's hard. Like, I know there's been some people who've been trying to, like, survey people and scrape what their actual MMR numbers are so we can kind of figure out the distribution a little and then also kind of figure out how it changed. Like, if they tried to bring down some of the inflated numbers, like, having a 10K, it's a little bit crazy. Like... Mm-hmm. That's that's the nature of the system. Like that's the nature of this MMR like Elo system we have. But you know, and I don't know if it's technically bad. People were saying like, oh, we have these huge inflated numbers. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, you can make a case for MMR uh, uh, da, 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 degradation, I guess, over time if people don't play. Like maybe that's a, a thing that you want. But yeah. I don't know. I like the system. And, you know, all these people complaining at these Reddit threads, like, what the hell, I didn't calibrate, you know, much higher. Or some people like, what the hell, I jumped, you know, 1K or something, especially some higher MMR players. And so that's where we think that they've been deflated. But the thing about this system, we don't really know how calibration works, like how those 10 calibration games go. A while ago, during the regular MMR calibration, someone figured out, and just abused, I think it was like, like Zeus and Oracle. Because with Oracle, you can mm-hmm. just constantly spam your E and you know, you'll damage, but then it'll immediately count as heal for the same amount. And so evidently behind the scenes, they were tracking you know, your heal numbers as a support. And so if you just spam D as Oracle, bam, you gain you know, 1K in a calibration or something. Calibrate ridiculously high. And they removed that. We don't know how it works anymore. And you know, that's for reasons so people don't abuse it. And then after these 10 games... The only way really to win is just to get more MMR is just to win. Like we don't have win mm-hmm. streaks. We don't have loss streaks. There's a little bit of like the, the ELO system behind it. Just like look it up it, if you want to actually see the specifics. Sometimes it's not plus 25, minus 25. You know, it's rare you'll see bigger than plus 30, minus 30 win loss. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's based on the average MMR of the team basically that you're going up against. I like that system. That's like... In the end, that's what Dota's about, if you win or lose. And, like, one of the th- another thing, I just want to tackle another another common uh, misconception, um, which is a nice way of saying people flying up their own buttholes, um, <laughs> is people being like, I, you know, I won, like, eight of my calibration matches, and it still put me at the same MR, or, like, I lost, you know, like, I lost all ten of mine, and yet my MR only went down by, you know, like, 200 Win or lose is really, like, if matchmaking is doing its job perfectly, then win or lose is a flip of the coin, right? It should be about 50-50 if matchmaking is doing its job right. So it doesn't care if you win or lose. It cares how close the game was, how how much your performance seemed like what the match expected, right? So if you won eight of your games, and in eight of your games you played like a person at that level should be playing... Then the then the the calibration says great. I have got this guy's number. Yeah, this is the like it's the exact opposite of what 
you know, will happen every other time, not during this calibration. During this window, we don't know how big of a swing you can really get, and we don't know what technically affects, you know, the calibration, but it will try to detect using metrics other than win-loss, you know, how what your skill is. And then after mm-hmm. that, it's only win-loss, and I, I like that. Obviously, there's games where, you know, you have feeders. You have people who just, like, suck compared to you. <laughs> but, you know, that happens to all of us. And then sometimes we're the people that suck compared to the other people on our team. And that's just going to happen. But to to actually have a quote-unquote calibration, you know, all these people complain, like, oh, wow, you know, this one 5K guy had a smurf, and then he calibrated over 10 games and it put him at 3K. It, you can't just calibrate within 10 games the only way you would do that to do an actual true calibration of just like you know obviously the unlimited number of games is the best option here right because then you'll always go to your actual mmr when you're winning 50 50 winning lost 50 50 however to do an actual quote-unquote calibration you'd have to just spend so much time valve would have to spend so much time creating these arbitrary metrics for the current meta not even just the current patch, the current meta to determine like player skill based on things that are not your win-loss ratio. And it's just, it's an impossible job. It makes no sense. You just have to, you know, play win-loss. This is the MMR system, the ELO system. That's a thing that is, you know, a thing in these player versus player sports for a reason. You just, you have to go by win-loss ratios sometimes. No better yeah, way to do it. I know. I know it doesn't feel good. I mean, like, but imagine imagine the alternative, right? Imagine a world where, okay, it's calibration time. You start off with 3K MMR. <laughs> Every time you win a game, you gain 1,000. Every time you lose a game, you lose 1,000. That's worthless. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. Like, this is, it seems like that's what people think it's supposed to do. And it's just like, you I mean, don't you could do it where you split the difference. So, like, you start at 3K, you lose, you go down to 2K. You win, you go up to 2.5, you know, and you keep doing that until, like, there's, you know, some threshold if you've won X games in a row or lost X games in a row. But, but then you're so much at the whims of your teammates. Like, then, and like, yeah. also, it ruins games. games. Like, also, it ruins games, but also, it's like, oh, like, my first calibration game. I had, like, a Ricky who AFK'd. Well, I guess I can't be above 3K now. <laughs> like, it just, it just that, you know, the system is the way it is for a reason, and I don't disagree that it's flawed. There, but basically yeah. every solution I've seen is really stupid. There are other ways to do it. Like, there's all these other solutions. It's just, they're not feasible or, like, worth it. You know, there's some sort of smurf detection in these non-win-loss algorithms during the ca- the calibration games. But if, you know, you're having an off game or due to the players you have, due to whatever position you're playing, you don't farm like your 5K or something, then, you know, it sucks for you. I mean, you can do win-loss streak stuff, but it's just not very accurate, especially if people just spam all day. Then you'll have these huge MMR fluctuations from, you know, streamers who play all day if they win five games and now they're winning, you know, more than 25. So suddenly they're up to an MMR. If they play five games, that's, you know, way higher than they should be at. Mm-hmm. And it sucks that it's slow, but I don't know. I don't think there's another way to do it reasonably. Just take too long and then you'd have all these calibration games. Not everybody else in those games are calibrating. So then you're just like screwing up the mmr distribution 
What if you went into a separate calibrating queue where everything sucked forever? What if we just created a separate queue that was in no way linked to the MMR queue? And we called it turbo mode and it didn't calibrate you, but you just had fun. What if it did calibrate you, but it calibrated you for turbo? What's your turbo and MMR? Just like, and so, okay, so you, your turbo MMR is not actually an MMR. It's just like a little like uh, RPM gauge. <laughs> On your uh, on your in your character profile, and when you're really high, it's like redlining and like trembling, and you're like, yeah, Gotta go I'm fast. redlining. Yes, yes, yes. You know, do you like? Colin's it's it's a measure of how often you pick Bloodseeker in turbo <laughs> yeah. mode. Well, the thing is, you do have a turbo MMR. You have an MMR for everything. It's just they only show it to you in ranked. Yep. And then people get yep. upset over the arbitrary numbers, and it's like, ah, it does suck. There's, it's hard hard to do anything about it if you're not a statistician and you know, game psychologist, I guess. It's really easy for me to say, but I actually have broken the spell of MMR for myself. Yeah. Like, and that's because, like, I tried being really try-hard and, and giving it my all and playing, like, the most selfless position five supports to try and raise it, and I couldn't. I couldn't do it. <laughs> my MMR just went up and down and up and down and it didn't go anywhere. And it's like, okay. And I changed my attitude. And like people, right now I play with people, and they're like, "Oh, is this ranked?" And I'm like, "Who cares? Just play Dota. <laughs> just party him, man." Yeah. Even if it wasn't, even if it was my solo, who cares? It's just Dota. Have a good time. Like I'm not, you know, it's not like I'm gonna be feeding the courier. I'm gonna play the best I can, and I'm not gonna like stress out about it too much and let the league game. And I'm letting down my team, and I'm being a bad captain. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I I'd been like slowly slowly grinding the solo queue in my final old MMRs 3.7k and like I'm glad that I got to there and it was, you know, fun to to work towards that. That's another thing that's fun to, you know, it's fun to be competitive, right? It's just like any other sport or thing. It's fun to do that, but at the same time, it's also fun to play the game. Yeah. Nick, unplanned topic. Is it time for an intervention? No. In our in, every time we record in our Google Documents, I just have my cursor moving up and down <laughs> and down and up and up and down. Me. Just truly constantly. I'm fidgety. <laughs> is it, is this okay? Is this a normal thing? Sure. I mean, if weird? I did that, it would sound like this, and then you'd love. Oh right! Editing. You've got a, you've got a, one of those mechanical keyboards. Also, I'm just a quiet typer. Usually, That's true. But. I mean, I could like. But even then, I, I'm seeing a blip on my levels. Oh. It's very, very slight, at least with Discord, you know, doing its job. That's true. But, Good old Discord. But that won't matter on the podcast because the podcast uses the real sound levels and not People don't Discord. just tune it's into our nice Discord? Work. It's www.discord.com slash bottlecrow to hijack. Our you know server. what? If Maybe if you contribute a decent amount to the Scanline Media Patreon, patreon.com slash Scanline Media, we would let a, a patron just chill, <laughs> just during, chill. during a bottle call recording and randomly shout things. Just have like a sideline. It'd be even better because the way we record this, they wouldn't show up. You would just get our reactions and you'd have <laughs> yeah. no idea what we were reacting to. It's like, oh, there's a streaker in our Discord. That's good. Oh, you're imagining that we would describe it, that we would have the wherewithal to describe it. Where we just, I think nah, there'd be like nah, just, pauses, there'd be moments of silence, and they're like, "What huh. are you talking about?" <laughs> it's like, "What?" Hmm? Anyway, 
Midas mode. Oh, Midas mode. How much so, How much did you watch, Colin? I watched a little bit more, not as much as I would have, have liked. Um, I don't know. I guess I watched, like, probably, like, eight games, actually. I watched a decent Damn, amount. Yeah. Um, I think I ended up overall watching, like, four or five of the tournament. But I wish I'd watched more because it was so good. Mm-hmm. It was just it so was good. Really good. I, I just want to watch it, like, piece by piece. Like, I'm bad at watching Dota tournaments unless there's someone else around to get excited about it with me. Mm-hmm. Because just binging a bunch of matches, like, back to back to back is just exhausting. Yeah. Um, but, like, watching a game, you know, every cu- every day or something, or a couple of games every day. I mean, like, great. Midas Mode has me, has me you know, like... Fed for the next couple of you know, you're, you're good stuff. Yeah, and just mm-hmm. the in between parts and the panels, it was, it was what was missing from TI seven. That's like the perfect description. People have been comparing it to like TF five or like mostly character? TI six. Is that what was supposed to be missing? Yeah, or like, yeah, character and fun. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I talked. I think I complained about it far too much when you talked. You know, our post TI seven episode. It was good. Day nine was great and all. It lacked anything like actually fun besides the Dota. And like we're all there for Dota. We're all like already tuning in for Dota for the most part. So it's nice like mm-hmm. when we had that segment on TA six where everybody was replaced by a puppet. Instead we just have a Midas mode puppet the entire tournament. This this, you know, Midas mode. Just yeah, stuff I mean, like I that. want I want these tournaments to become very different things. And I think, like, I do think TI still needs to figure some things out, but I don't think they're going in a bad direction. They just kind of fumbled it, um, is yeah. my personal opinion. Yeah. I could see it. But it's just, I'm, yeah. I am so, so grateful for Midas Mode. Midas Mode was so. <laughs> Good job, wonderful. Slacks. Gl- yeah. I'm so glad he did yeah. this. And, you know, the rest of Mood Duck, of course. But, uh, so, like, I think, I think a lot of, um, so. <sighs> Midas mode was wonderful. I really enjoyed the games. I really enjoyed all the challenges. I enjoyed all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I hope for the next Midas mode they can get the teams to take it just a little bit seriously because they were at first, and I think that helped. They were taking it just the right level of seriously where, like, they were clearly screwing around. <laughs> but they also wanted to win, Right. Mm-hmm. And eventually, especially in the middle, Midas mode got to a point where people were like not banning anything and renaming every character every match and just didn't give a shit. And I that was don't actually think that was. I don't think that was because they were not. I mean, obviously, some people, you know, even players will take it more seriously or not. But I think that was just because of the economy. Because bans cost, I, and then randoming uh, used to give you moon bucks, then they reduced it, right. and then they said none. Well, right, then they said none, and then they had games, like, there was a game, which was Ichi versus VGJ Storm, where it was the elimination game for EG, and they had, like, 5k in the bank, and they still randomed everyone. <laughs> like, they didn't give a shit. And like I, I, I don't, don't know. You know. Like I don't... that also shows that like, hey, you're not afraid. You know, we'll just we'll beat you. With it. We'll just outplay you. It can be a mind game thing too, or just a, a having fun <laughs> thing. If it weren't part of a larger trend, I might agree. But I think because the money was all being given to charity, uh, there was sort of this effect of like, also, it doesn't really care if we matter if we win. Yeah. And like, listen, I don't need you. Like, I'm not saying like 
you should put your you know your heart and soul out on the field every single game. Like you should you should play a you should play Respect a pub, a, an unranked pub, and like almost die out there. Like, listen, <laughs> come on, I know, but like leave a piece of yourself out there on the map. There were games like there was a game where like Fear played techies, and at first that was really fun. Fear, like, hey, Fear was so bad. Techies. And, and Fear was bad in a way that was like, oh, he's not, like, he's barely paying attention. This is not what it fun. seemed like. I mean, it is Fear, like, so he's on a, would, another level, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, people would walk over clumps of remote mines, and he mm. wouldn't do anything until, like, three seconds later where he detonated after they were gone. It's just like, this isn't actually that entertaining. This is just bad Dota. Yeah. Um, And, like, I'm not shit-talking. I'm not really shit-talking anyone. I just hope they can figure out a way to change the format so that teams feel a little more motivated to perform. I see. Yeah, I can make it give you for next time. But boy, we got you know, we got some tasty moments though. We did. We <laughs> did. I I want to give a special shout out to the vape breaks, oh my which God. are the best way to handle pauses ever. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean just the way that he handled sponsors, like you could t- it was it was the kind of thing where it was not like, oh, we're this It's the kind of thing you'll see in like smaller things that will get sponsors sometimes or they'll be you know they're very excited to get a sponsor and so they'll just become the like gush over the sponsor who gave the money to you know advertise and like that's mm-hmm. that's the business thing right you can either treat it as like oh you know gush over them and be like oh my god blue napkin changed my life please shout out to blue napkin the, the biggest supporter of blah 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 or you can be like, hey, are you shouting out my my pen and paper <laughs> role playing game faction right now? I am, yes. Oh, thank you. I guess. And you can go the other way where it's like really clean and pristine, and it's like, hey, we'll just advertise for fucking like G two A in between the breaks on this stream or whatever. And occasionally, you even get the weird ones where it's like there's such a cult of personality, ooh, such a cult of personality around someone, and they're so popular, they're like. These are the sponsors. They gave us money. I don't know why their stuff sucks. And it's like, oh hmm. yeah, it's okay. like the Instagram ads. Where it just like randomly, it just feels so unnatural. Yeah, it's just weird things like that. And it's like, yeah, this is technically advertisement. Probably works for you, but boy, I don't like this person anymore. Like it degrades the mm-hmm. image of the person. And then yeah. you have just the best way possible to handle advertisements, which is what my Dismo did, which. You know, they had these vape breaks, right, for whatever it's like, Alien Piss 3, like the name of a vape juice or something from uh, Something Something Liquids, one, like one of their sponsors. And it was fucking hilarious. Bomb they, sauce liquids. Bomb sauce liquids, yeah. They didn't take themselves seriously, but they put effort into it by making these hilarious, shitty, like, overlays that someone would just so drag around. Me, okay. What what are what are all the different ones you saw? So there's there's obviously there was the um, next episode Doctor Drain Snoop Dogg one. Yep, that uh, was the original. Uh, there was uh, there was Gas Gas Gas, <laughs> uh, which was a classic one where Mister Midas was driving a a car through a bunch of aliens spewing <laughs> out of a UFO. Um, there was one that I don't know how to describe other than to call it Screaming from the Mountains, which was probably my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because were you, did you get to see when that one was first debuted? I don't think so. Oh, they, okay. So first off, describe. they started to play it. Um, so, okay. The Screaming from the Mountaintops one is just like, um, it's Mr. Midas and then like a badly drawn, like 
maybe like Mr. Midas's dad or something. It's another like golden hand, like drawn with pencil that looks kind of weird. And basically it's just intercutting between them on different mountaintops, screaming at each other um, to music. Um, And it was funny for two reasons. One, the first time they did it, they screwed up the green screen. And so it's just like this, like literally like this neon green screen. And then also they screwed up the volume because it was so loud and it was hilarious it was just like it was honestly kind of deafening but it was barely enough that it didn't actually physically hurt it didn't physically turn the volume down it's like the meme videos where they just purposely overblow and clip everything and it's part of the experience part of the art it was wonderful yeah they were great these vape breaks would happen whenever somebody paused Uh, and Mm -hmm. i witnessed uh i think it was the last game of the NA, because it was the NA in the EU regions. The last game of NA, uh, I think it was Optic ran out of Moonbucks, because it takes Moonbucks to pause, like, per time. And so they ran out of Moonbucks, and it was great. I witnessed the last pause, and they were doing the vape break, and then VJJ Storm is like, no, Optic is like, hey, VJJ, can you can you pause for us? And then VJJ is like, oh, nope, no can do. Sorry, PBD. And so they smashed, you know, cut the this great i think it was the gas 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 vape break and that was the first time i'd seen it I'm like what what the fuck is this mode this is great this is just you know people playing a video game and also hmm. god forbid we don't mention all the segments that slacks and mr midas did at the fucking kennedy space center <laughs> it was like what 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 quite is happening with this shitty meme tournament getting sponsored by the kennedy space center center and then having all these segments there advertising and they were great i mean so originally we were all really surprised at the kennedy space center being the sponsor right Mm -hmm. and it's still surprising of course i'm not trying nothing i'm not going to say it's not surprising but on the other hand at this point with everything that's been done to their budget and the way they've been treated why should nasa give a fuck about anything NASA deserve better. <laughs> Letting it all go. Just like fucking, okay, sure, I guess we're not allowed to fly spaceships anymore. That's literally what we do. Okay, fine. Sponsor some idiot running a terrible <laughs> Dota tournament. <laughs> Who cares? Yep. It was great. And the, the sla- whenever the Haas house, whenever Nahaz would come on and him and Purge would talk, you know, the economy and stuff and they were going to... Uh, the changes they were going to do and stuff like that. Talking about the mindset behind the randoming and getting gold and stuff. It was, it was very interesting. And then they had, did you get to see the bomb? i never saw the bomb actually happen. I saw it in the The bomb. The bomb happened to EG. Oh shit. What is the bomb? The bomb is, uh, so as, as we mentioned before, they had this issue with randoming and they lowered the gold for randoming and then they made it give no, no, uh, moon bucks for randoming and then they said, okay, if you random, there's a percentage chance that you will get hit by the bomb, which will wipe out a chunk of your, like, of your bank. Um, and the, the, the first proc of the bomb was that EG versus VTJ Storm game. And the bomb went off and EG just kept randoming. They didn't get no, shit. Oh my god. <laughs> And, and like in the background, like Slacks is just screaming, like we why? can't do anything to stop them. <laughs> they don't care. Fear why? Um, wow. Which you know, again, funny moment, but also kind of suggests there was some problems with 
<laughs> just fear, fear won't take shit from anybody, man. You can't stop it's them. That's true. Man. Fear, fear is not necessarily like fear is a great guy to have. They should have had him on the panel, honestly. That would have been funny. Yeah, because he just doesn't give a shit he's about a great anyone in the man. best way. The best. He's 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 the best straight man. But then like, it, it when he's like drafting and then drafting is a joke. Yeah, he can't. He doesn't <laughs> deliver the punchline, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. But there so. were some fun bounties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Lastly, for this week, uh, this image came out that I would like you to pull up now. I will post it in the show notes. I will post a link. This is an image uh, created by uh, Reddit user LSteamer, which is a visualization of the tiers of Dota 2 Pro teams as they stand right now. Mm-hmm. I saw this earlier. I guess. I guess. Just quick, Nidrick. What do you? What do you think? Because obviously they are like this isn't factual, right? This is this person saying it's their this fact, is how yeah. I see the teams. It um, was. It was interesting. Yeah. I mean, I thought. I don't know. I mean, I think EG might be a little high up there. Ooh. I don't know. They really? Haven't, they haven't been super solid. They, that's recently. true. That's true. We'll have they to see. Are, I mean. Um, Actually, the Perfect World Masters went on too, didn't it? Somebody yes, won. It did. Somebody won. Mm-hmm. That's that's your news for the week. That's true. It was Someone did. Yeah. yeah. However, I don't know. a lot of things like it says, you know, you got the AAA. It's the absolute best. You got Liquid and Virtus Pro. Yeah, yeah, they've been pretty yeah. consistent. And then Tier One, good and consistent teams with known and skillful players can win minors and have a shot at winning majors. TI invites will come from here. That's when, like, hmm. Yeah, it's a little presumptuous, but. Because it's all based on points now, so. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Some small teams win some points, win a major, or, like, you know, get a place well at a major, rather. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could see DC, SG, maybe. The thing that really surprised me, and I don't, I want to, I want to get your take on this. Um, they placed Mitterfeed, uh, which is Weeha's team. You know, Weeha, Tomato, uh, you know, like Cinderin, as tier three. Where even which are they? Really savage. They're really to me. small. Uh, I mean, their logo <laughs> just says Mid or Feed in black. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, it's small. I, I found it. It's right on the line, two to three. E- yeah, I mean, they, they've been. I don't. They haven't been doing. Like, I looked up some of their results, and, like, yeah, they've been. They've been kind of sucking it's true yeah i don't know i mean like it's it's you know it's cancel it's kezu it's 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 these (laughs) i don't know do they need to do they need to change things up i i don't know maybe i should just look at them because they have all this potential there it seems like i think it could just be a new team thing and like this you know some of these new players with like tomato i don't know yeah, I mean, like, they've been, I guess it's only been since the end of September, but that's still a couple of months to try and figure things out, and it doesn't seem like they are. Yeah, and it's it, it's sad. Like, I'd, I'd like to see these guys do well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's still, there's still plenty of time until TI. There's so many points. We've barely begun. So Yeah. Yeah. I think this tier well, list is still could one mean, of my favorite players. Could so. mean nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I just wonder if you felt like it was a it was a good like I was struck because it seemed like it was you know there there are little parts I maybe disagree with, 
Um, I also think maybe EG needs to be like, oh, probably top of tier two at this point. They're yeah. really not. Um, but I was like, well, this actually for for a chart to come out of r slash dota 2 this actually seems yeah pretty fair. it was pretty good it wasn't a shit post i was like is this gonna be nope yeah so good job l steamer lost steamer yeah i appreciate it was it was a good just like picture of because i i even on this show i talk all the time about you know like whether a team is tier one tier two tier three and it's nice to have just like this this picture of like this is the sort of thing i'm talking about I like a comment from uh, M. Pana. Navi should have been on all four categories at the same time. That seems about right. Yeah, Navi is a little... Is a little uh... <laughs> Navi are special. Yeah, sometimes they really they really bring it all out, and sometimes they really don't. Yeah. Also, OG really haven't really don't. been doing that well also. They're in the same like level as EG here. They've got to step up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I w- I wonder like I wonder if that's just because they're not taking like it's one of those things where like you have that that X factor of like are they just not turning it on because they're yeah. playing tournaments they don't care about or whatever. I mean, they've missed out on points though. And it's not yeah. like we have the, what we thought we'd have where you get more points later in the season so early your tournaments won't matter. Like you can build up a lead here, bam, you're in CI. Nick, we almost didn't talk about the most, in my opinion, important thing that happened. Ever. Uh, so, there was a uh, tweet from at Dota2. This oh happened on the 23rd, that is Thursday. <sighs> yeah. I'm going to read the tweet verbatim. We have instructed Mars to invite Ehome to their upcoming minor. Ehome was incorrectly excluded from the qualifier on the basis of an arrangement they had with another third party for this season. That type of consideration is in conflict with the agreement we have with Mars. Fucking dunked. Dunked. Get dunked, Ace. Like, Get dunked. I don't, I don't know if this is... So obviously, as, as you mentioned, this is Ace. This is the Ace bullshit. This that is we've yeah, talked where about Ace past. banned everybody from Wings. And Ehome has two X-Wings players. But on the other hand, that this even came up, I was, when when the major minor systems came up, we were, we were being like, yeah, but isn't there, like, a real danger that people are going to start, like, cherry-picking their invites to control the Dota 2 scene? And the answer is, boy, that didn't take long, did it? <laughs> nope. Ace exerting uh, the pressure. With that, with that, pandora's box opened it's like oh boy i really like i hope that that valve hires someone to monitor the scene and they won't because it's valve but it's like this is really scary that we got here this fast Mm -hmm. i really don't want a scenario where like like okay let's say there's a tournament coming up let's let's okay i'm going to say epicenter I want it to understood that I'm using Epicenter as a hypothetical and an example. I have no will ill towards Epicenter or its organizers. And I mean that sincerely. I mean I mean that sincerely. I think Epicenter is great. I'm just going to use them as an example because they work for this, right? Okay. Let's say Epicenter is is a tournament that's coming up. TI is coming. One of the last majors is Epicenter. It has enough points to push a team over the edge, right? Mm-hmm. And the ep- and the Epicenter organizers are like, where are the home of CIS Dota? 
we have one spot left. It should probably go to EG. But we would really like to see a CIS team at the International, so let's send it to VP instead. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. It is an issue. I mean, you don't automatically get points for being invited, because I think you have to be in the top five. No, sure. But if you're not there, you have no chance of getting them. Yeah. And you have to go through qualifiers and stuff with whoever else wasn't Mm -hmm. invited. Sure. And you might knock out, you know... OG and EG might just knock each other out or, you know, knock one out in some random ass qualifier. So, and like, this is, this is the nightmare scenario, right? Is it's not that someone got an invite that they shouldn't have. That's not what, what, that's not what valve is, is reprimanding Mars for at ACE for. It's that someone got excluded. And that's the thing that definitely has an effect. Like, yeah, if you, do get invited it's not a guarantee you'll get the points but if you aren't invited it's a guarantee you won't well unless you go through qualifiers it makes it much but i harder. mean like could you be could you be ineligible for qualifiers is that a thing they can do i think that was only ace doing that for this because they said they, you know, like, it was a chinese thing and so you know ace has banned them therefore they can't play and valve is like actually no Okay, so, like, but, I mean, like, that's a straightforward ban, right? Mm-hmm. They could still totally say, like, oh, no, you can go to the qualifiers, the open qualifiers. Yeah. They could shove you to opens. Yeah, I mean, that sucks. Un- un- that definitely unjustly. sucks and makes it harder. Not only, like, you have to play more Dota, but you have to schedule more, mm-hmm. which is bad. And there's just itself. more possibilities for you to get randomly knocked out by some, you know, yep. like, oh, and also uh, open qualifiers are best of ones. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. like, I mean, you know. Yep. Shit can happen. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. It's this, is, this is an issue I that I'm. Um, yeah, this is an issue I really want to. I want to keep a close eye on. Um, like, listen, we're not investigative reporters over here or anything, but this is an issue that we, that I at least am really concerned with, and I want to make you sure have Molo a solid duty. That's good. Keeps keeps you know finger on the pulse because yep. this is fucked up. Yep. And there's danger for it to continue to be fucked up in the future. So, all that said, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, you could tell a friend about this show. If you like, spread the word. Uh, I am going to actually do some promo shit for once. So, as I mentioned earlier, we have a Patreon. Well, not we. Excuse me. Sorry, Nick. Not, we, I guess we, not really. Weha has a Patreon? That's great. Uh, Midterfeed really need like the boost. Maybe they just need to go to like a boot ooh. camp or something. Nick, and haven't we picked on them enough for one podcast? <laughs> That's really I want unnecessary. them to win. Me too. Um, but no, uh, I I and my friend Jen uh, run a, a gaming site called Scanline Media. It is out of this that Crow was born, and also a bunch of other podcasts that I do. One of them is a new one that Nick has been a guest on several episodes of called Oops All Anime, where we watch new anime shows and, and talk about them. I've been watching and that one's anime for you. Only for patrons. If you back our Patreon at patreon.com slash scanlane media for even one dollar you get access to that uh if you do that would be really great also if you don't hey none of the stuff we've made until now is gonna go behind a paywall we would not do that um this is just like we wanted to we wanted to give people a little bonus for people who were backing and give people a reason to consider it we don't want to take away from anything uh if you want to find the show on twitter it is at bottle crow 
If you want to send an email, you could send it to bottlecrowreborn at gmail.com or colin at bottlecrow.com. Could possibly get on the show with a question or a suggestion or something like that. A special gift bag. I want to give a big thank you to Reddit user Pomodi for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which is our intro and outro here on the show, and you can also find in-game in Dota 2. I also want to thank Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Svimmy, the artist who did our our podcast art. You can find more of her work at patreon.com slash But until next time, Nick, what do we say to him? Nick, that's a mean thing to do to somebody. <laughs> Maybe they're sitting on their computer, you know, they're queuing up for Dota 2 and just listening to a pod. I'm sure that never happens, but hey, your match is ready. Peace out, folks. May the, may the match rise up to meet you.